Hello and welcome back to Podcasting is Praxis. I'm David and my pronouns are he and him. I'm James and my pronouns are they and them. I'm Jamie, my pronouns are he and him. And I'm Alistair, my pronouns are also he and him. Still no Rob. Rob is still on holiday. Um, it's off the great desert. Start. Yeah, on a yeah. peyote trip, I assume. Imagine yeah. not turning up to a podcast recording. Ridiculous. I know. Up to, up, to, up to his fucking eyeballs in cheese balls. Mm. <laughs> He's just in one of his ball pits, but it's just full of like ball sized cheese <laughs> oh, balls. Oh, that is the gr- that is fucking gross. Right? <laughs> he comes out orange from the neck down. Ugh. What's it, finger ass motherfucker? Oh, my God. <laughs> Cleopatra, she was born in the 21st century North America. Fuck. He uses it like talc on his jockstrap. <laughs> oh. Anyway, welcome back. Um, this is the podcast that you still listen to for some reason. And not we, for long. We're gonna, yeah, not for long. Um, and we are we're just going to talk about some fucking shit in the news. Uh, first off, uh, speaking of Rob, Rob has left us a gift in the form I of... I hate when Rob leaves us a gift. Is it I like know. when Lily leaves you a gift, Alistair? <laughs> uh, at least she does it outside. <laughs> um, yeah, so Rob, Rob put me on a little article in the Financial Times, which I thought was actually quite interesting. Um, so yeah, it's, it's some financy shit. But it's all centred around meta. So, oh, good. I assume that's all going swimmingly. Well, yeah. Uh, so fans of made-up shit designed to order society in increasingly stupid ways, like rules, decorum and money, mm-hmm. will enjoy the next panicked initiative from meta, which is the Zuckbuck. Please tell yeah. me this is, is this, a joke. Is this their version of uh, fucking, fucking Lindens or whatever from Second Life? Because, I mean... That is that is um, all. kind of like the the Zuckbuck isn't any one particular thing, which is which is weird. So basically, the, the Financial Times, through whatever fucking means, got hold of some internal meta documents, uh, which have some information about shit they're working on on the finance end of things. Uh, is it, so is it plans buying for, Second Life? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they've got plans for. Uh, virtual coins, tokens, and lending services um, to its apps, despite having recently fucked up the incredibly complex task of setting up a cryptocurrency, which is a thing that any other prick is able to do. Quite literally. So, I mean, someone made a, what was it, Ponzi coin as a joke, and then had yeah. to go apologise to the IRS and say, listen, I've lost control of this. This was meant as a joke, but people are using <laughs> it for real. I'm so sorry. Please do not, like, destroy me. <laughs> Love to see it. Love to see it. Um, so, this stuff is unlikely to be any kind of actual cryptocurrency, so it's not going to be blockchain Bitcoin type shit, but it's going to just be like video game made up fun money that's somehow mm-hmm. also going to be like measurable currency in some way uh, maybe maybe Mark Zuckerberg is just a really big fan of Itchy and Scratchy and related <laughs> theme park uh, it is a bit company script in some ways uh, <laughs> like I'm not quite sure how this is going to go down but there's it's not just that though they're also looking into the creation of Social tokens or reputation tokens, which can be issued as rewards for meaningful contributions in Facebook groups, for example. Fucking Nora. 
You know <laughs> the way that everyone goes fucking insane over the idea of like the Chinese social credit score and all yeah. that kind of shit. Yeah. <laughs> what if, what but what if that was like biscuits you give dogs for racism? Uh, another thing that we're looking at as well is becoming a source of lending to small businesses a thing that will definitely go well because Facebook has managed to destroy countless small businesses in its time by just arbitrarily reworking how the algorithm boosts and doesn't boost things like there's been quite a few com- like small to medium sized businesses that have just completely fucking collapsed because something changed in the code, and that was it. Like they just lost all the fucking revenue because Facebook was no longer automatically pushing their shit. Yeah, well, I mean that well. was that was uh, that was a whole like media outlets pivot like you know pivoting to video was like a whole thing mm-hmm, that was mm-hmm. happening for a number of years and it turns out no one was watching the fuckers and facebook was just like lying the whole time and i wonder yeah. i wonder if that's gonna rear its head again that they're just making up any old shit to make a number go up but number doesn't well, actually mean anything i'll get to that in just a second but the last thing that i've got here is that um some news that instagram will soon begin to support nfts Again, this now happening in the year of our Lord 2022, just the fucking Starbucks starting to push them at some point this year. Great job. Uh, And Facebook will be piloting not only posting and sharing NFTs um, in mid-May, but it's also going to test a feature that that will allow membership of Facebook groups based on NFT ownership and another for minting NFTs. I mean... Like, so basically, it sounds like they're doing two things. They're doing all the NFT scams, right? And then they're doing essentially walled garden economies with fucking, what do they call the Fortnite currency again? Like, um, well, I mean, it's just Zuckbucks is what we're calling it this time around, I mean, right? Yeah. Um, on top of which, they're just doing the usual shit they've been doing for ages, which is using algorithm manipulation to pressure companies into buying advertising with them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, all checks out. Well, uh, so some of the reasons that they're doing this, uh, just like Alistair said about the videos thing, Meta itself lost over $220 billion from its market valuation in February uh, Mm -hmm. because young people like TikTok instead. I don't think it's just that. I also think it's... It's not just that, but that's a large reason behind it. Um, I think The the amount of video traffic. I think it is just that. Well, the, the amount of video traffic on Facebook is massively fucking overinflated, whereas TikTok is like... Med- Who references a Facebook video this scene? David, not, I'm sorry, but... Say uh, cringe. Jamie is the resident expert on Facebook, and I'm fully prepared to take his uh, his view on over yours on this one. So uh, uh, We have the same view. Facebook, <laughs> Facebook should try, like, uh, like modernising things and letting you, like, put fucking popular songs over your video of like racism that you post mm. on like on your group or whatever you know what i mean mm. maybe start a dance craze or two. Oh, <laughs> uh, who, who remembers the fucking harlem shake what, what time to be alive that was oh wow <laughs> i've completely forgotten about that and it was yeah better that just way. just um... a, bit of a flashback to be sure like you know the the images of like the dog being offered the muffins and then it has war flashbacks. It's kind of like me, <laughs> except it's for various drops from the Harlem Shake playing behind my eyes. You've right all now. you or you're now all aware of PTSD that you didn't know you had. Yeah, <laughs> wonderful. 
Uh, another reason that this is happening is that the cryptocurrency that they were trying to set up got fucked up, uh, and that was because uh, regulators basically said, no, you can't do that because of like monetary stability and competition concerns, which, like, yeah. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, that, that's good. sort of doing their job for once. Mm-hmm. You do, on this um, occasion, actually got to hand it to them. Mm-hmm. And uh, the entire financial wing of Meta has been completely gutted over the last six months and a mass exodus of staff. No reasons for this have been provided. I did not go as far to fucking look into <laughs> why, but I can only imagine it's fucking shit working there. Uh, uh, so, um, yeah. haven't, haven't NFTs in general taken a huge plunge in value lately? Because like, like uh, some, some ridiculous percentage decrease in people just Googling what an NFT is. Well, it's also, sick of it at the moment. Well, mm-hmm. it's also, like, I'm convinced it's to do with the tax implications that have now kicked in. Um, <laughs> like, I, I talked about this before, but basically the US government mm. changed how it was going to do taxation on crypto transactions. And I was convinced the NFT thing was basically a, a massive pump and dump to just kind of get one last hurrah in before the new rules came in. And now they've come in. We're in that new financial period. So I would expect mm-hmm. the NFT market to start crashing about now, to be honest. So it's it's the it's the war. It's like NFTs are like a fucking scam, and the scam only works if you're constantly like, if it's constantly powered by articles from dipshit journalists going like, oh this this like fucking homeless guy invented an NFT and made eleven billion dollars. Like maybe you <laughs> could as well. And now they're all too busy like fucking. Do you know what I mean? Screaming about how Vladimir Putin was like secretly behind nine eleven or whatever. So, <laughs> like, fucking the NFTs are just suddenly, like, the scam no longer works because you can't get, like, fucking credulous fuckwits to, to like, provide the market and required to shovel in a fucking a steady fuel of, like, gullible twats into the fucking furnace, you know what I mean? At the bottom of the pyramid. Mm. Well, the, the, the crypto shit isn't really necessarily working anymore for them. The NFT stuff will facilitate and there's reasons for doing the NFT shit and that they think that there's some sort of like use case for NFTs within the whole fucking metaverse pitch that they're really intent on pushing, but like whatever, fine. Uh, but Staffel, this is a quote from the Financial Times. Well, yeah, Staffels but I mean, are imagine, now trying to find. Imagine if you if you bought Mark Zuckerberg and then you were the best like kart racer with Mark Zuckerberg, his value would increase. <laughs> <laughs> That, uh, that this man is, is a, a fucking blank slate. You could teach that man anything. He's a tubular raza. Yeah, this is a quote for the Financial Times. So staffers are now trying to find the least regulated way to offer a digital currency. Two people said, with a digital token <laughs> that is not based on the blockchain as the most attractive option. In other words, the thing that is not currently being regulated against. I mean... <sighs> Do you ever want, like, when I hear about mass exodus from financial departments, and this is not specific to Facebook, I am not making an allegation about Facebook, right? But when I hear about mass exoduses... Yeah, <laughs> but when I hear about mass exoduses from financial departments, I just think, oh, all the staff are deeply uncomfortable with a potentially illegal action that seems to be unfolding, and they all want to get a wide shot of it before any mm. like anything comes down. That's usually... Like, that's usually what I think. Either that, right, either that, or the company is insolvent. That's the other case in which you start to see financial staff jump because they all they know before anyone else does, right? <laughs> They've all seen the big, like, red number on the spreadsheet and they're all fleeing the ship. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? So, now, I'm not saying that's the case for Facebook, right? But it, it's certainly... Not if only. 
I mean, well, yeah. But, like, it's it's certainly... There's nothing good to be said from our financial department are all quitting. Like, there is no world in which that is a good sign at any point anywhere. So, uh, yeah. This is not mm. financial advice, but if I had st- Facebook stock, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, like... <laughs> The, the the digital token stuff that they're talking about here is it used to be a thing. I don't know if anyone remembers this because like you know only a very small selection of specific bubbles picked it up, but they used to be used um for shit like Farmville in like the early twenty tens. If anyone remembers that, uh, but it was canned after four years because it was too costly to maintain. So somehow that's no longer a problem. Either in that it's not too costly to maintain, or that they actually need to you know provide uh, they need to meet that cost to actually claim something back because they're losing money hand over fist who knows uh there's also plans to put more abilities to pay like in facebook apps like facebook messenger and whatsapp to help creators monetize their activity for example through nfts so like you, you can buy a, an NFT on WhatsApp or some shit, but this is obviously going to be heavily fucking like regulated and cracked down on because the first time that a sex worker tries to fucking use that so that system, it's going to be like, oh, you can't do that. So mm-hmm. let's see how that goes. Uh, and the internal documentation that this has all been taken from says that doing this might allow Meta to remove itself as a central content moderator and give Facebook communities more power in moderating themselves. Uh, so that's are we, are social we, are coin we, shit. Are we creating fucking sub-fora? Yeah, <laughs> no, what, yes. what, what we're trying to do is enable financial crimes without taking the blame for them. That's my read on this. Axe Maniac, this is your time. Uh, well, 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 funny funny you should say that. Um, this is absolutely going to fucking... Like, oh, fucking hell. I don't know how much, like... CSA type shit is going to be on Facebook posted regularly and caught by moderators but I can imagine it's a fucking lot uh, so to, to, to pull that moderation the centralised moderation away from that and allow like group admins and moderators to uh, you know meet it out on a, a meritocratic uh, currency based system <laughs> Uh, yeah, I can see that ending fucking fantastically. That's going to go so well. Look, Dan Harmon's Meow Meow Beans episode of Community has a lot to fucking answer for. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that, that's that's the direction of Meta's headed in there, which is very cool. Some the of that shit may the, not come to fruition, but... Yeah. The thing where they're saying, like, oh, uh, let get rid of centralised moderation and let the groups moderate themselves is, like, just... Fucking, it's essentially just throwing your hands up and just going, ah, fuck this. Do you know what I mean? Because yes. it's like, the point of the fucking moderation is, you know what I mean? You, you you have to stop Facebook groups, like, send them all back, like, like this if you agree, do you know what I mean? Like, from fucking <laughs> yeah. doing racism and misinformation on a daily basis. And if you say, oh, okay, we're going to well, moderate themselves, well, they're not fucking going to other because the racism and misinformation is the fucking point of what they're doing. What they're gonna yeah, what they're gonna I mean, moderate is people turning up to go. This is bullshit in the comments. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I this this is just the um the 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 rational actor shit and of the free market. That that's that's exactly what they're relying on being true for any of this to actually work, which it isn't, and it won't. So yeah, 
good times ahead. Some of this shit might not actually come to fruition. Like I said, it's it's this is a the documents this is taken from is on a few projects at various stages of development. So like we might not see some of that shit. But either way, they're thinking about it, and that's bad. Hmm. Imagine if the rational actor of the free market was like Jared Leto. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that that man is uh, a true hero of cinema. I do not know what you're talking about, Jamie. True hero well, of cinema and running a cult. <laughs> <laughs> well, talking about uh, rational actors, uh, shall we talk about... The, the liberal reactions to the uh, final bow being put on Partygate. Oh boy! <sighs> oh. So yeah, uh, let's let's fucking let's have a look at this. So Boris Johnson, Rishi Sunak have been fined fifty quid each. Fucking hell! Uh, Are they okay? Penalty notice. <laughs> Do you know what? That's like it would have been. It would have been less insulting if it was just like a quid. Frankly. Yeah, I, I mean, they've been fined exactly as the law states they should for the offence that they have been yeah. found to have committed. And, like, have some sympathy for Rishi Sunak. He didn't know denominations went that low. So, <laughs> it's a learning experience for him. No, so, like, I mean, right, okay, so there's people being charged, like, fucking 10,000 for doing stuff. You know, it was like someone did a protest um, that was a 10-minute protest at an NHS like hospital over something like really ma- minor and um 10,000 quid boom done and like students did a party 10,000 quid boom done and what gets me about this right it's not that they've been charged 50 quid because that is the statutory minimum they can charge them right you know no it's a fact that why didn't they just take their 10,000 fine why didn't they take it's worse to take 50 quid than it is to take 10,000 because and it's not because like they can't you're not it. Because you're not supposed to get fined more than 50 quid on the first offence. And if you are fined the 10,000, the reason for that is because you were the organiser of the event. That's how the fixed penalty notices work. It's £10,000 for organising the event, which is why whoever it was at the hospital probably get fined that much straight off the bat because they organised the protest. Well, now that you've Versus explained... these people attending a party. It, yeah, it's all bullshit and it's all fucking... This is, this is law, this is... Of course it's bullshit. It's all fucking wank. But the fact is that people are getting wound up by them being prosecuted to the letter of the law, which is what they have been asking for this entire fucking time. Like, what did they expect? Well, what, they, just, what honestly... they expected was, like, someone to fucking, do you know what I mean, go, ah, we have found you to have broken the law and then, like, fucking, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Like Jesus Christ descends from heaven to like personally shame Boris Johnson into reversing Brexit. <laughs> no, it'd be um, we found you to have violated the law. Guilty, bangs a gable. Stop, criminal scouts. Expelliarmus, and like oh, you know they're fuck. gone. You know that's yeah. how these these liberal fucks tend to work. But Do you know, I don't know just from the just from a political perspective, I honestly think it's just really stupid optics. Like. Well, I just I can't mean, wrap my head around it. Like, they care. Do you know what I mean? Like, killing, like, fucking hundreds of thousands of people by not responding to a pandemic is what should, in a, in a rational universe, be yeah. fucking bad optics, but it wasn't. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah. this, well, fucking, I mean, this is some at the same shit by comparison. At the but, same time, the entire point of the Partygate story was not to inflict any sort of political damage on the government. It was merely a tool for the media to push a fucking narrative that forced them into 
taking away all COVID mitigations. Yeah. That's not to say they didn't fucking want to do it themselves, but they weren't doing it fast enough for the media's fucking sake. That's that's the key point here. That's that's the real problem. You see what it is as though, to like, why this came about. Finding the fucking the Prime Minister and like some fucking Scrooge McDuck dipshit that lives next door to him, fifty quid each, reminds me of I don't know if you remember, like uh, back in the new Labour days, they ran a fucking ad campaign on the telly. About like the dangers of benefit fraud. Um, oh, with a big spotlight. Yeah, with a big spotlight, and it was like if you're if you're suspected of benefit, if you commit benefit fraud, you could be interviewed. You could be interviewed by the police under caution, and it's like, fucking hell, best best keep me nose clean, then, eh? Do you know what I mean? Like, I'd hate I'd hate for the police to interview me under caution. Imagine what that would do. Imagine what that would do to my like credit rating or whatever. Just fucking <laughs> baffling. Yeah, uh, so it's not. I haven't. I have. I'll be honest. I haven't really fucking went through and done some notes on this because I just seen a bunch of fucking really shit takes and I just thought this is just gonna be fucking dumb. Uh, but we've got. Uh, let me see. Paul Brand here for oh, ITV. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Initial vibe among Conservative MPs is that Boris Johnson will survive this. Not sufficient momentum right now to remove him as leader. No, well, if you um, removed him as leader, that's just giving Vladimir Putin what he wants. That's right. That is right. That was that was the actual that was the actual take from that fucking uh, that Scottish dipshit. What you call him? No, that's his name. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know the, the Scottish Tory guy, Andrew Murray. Murray. <laughs> oh, yeah, Douglas, you know, Mister yeah. Double Dip. Yeah, Douglas Murray. Yeah, his official stance was that the only person that like would benefit from Boris Johnson resigning was Vladimir Putin, and we shouldn't give that war criminal what he wants. I do, I do, I do enjoy that we live in such a fucking Russia brain poison time that any political issue that uh, the Tory government come like bombs into is just. Oh no, we can't. We can't do anything about that because that would that would aid Vladimir Putin personally. And uh, well, therefore... how about how about um, if, we're, if we're talking wall time shit? You know, the thing is, as well, the thing Paul is, as well, how would how would it benefit Vladimir Putin? What are we doing that is so detrimental to Vladimir Putin? You know what I mean? Is it is it the fuck or is it the all that's causing him so much grief? <laughs> Paul Mason says, "If both Johnson and Sunak are morally finished." Oh. <laughs> and have to resign in wartime. We're in wartime. In wartime. Paul, Paul, print Jamie, this, print we, this we've fucking take out. Print this take out, roll it up and stick it up your fucking piss pipe, mate. <laughs> uh, few Tories could object if Wallace became interim PM. Wallace being Ben Wallace. Well, not, not Gromit. Yeah, right. yeah, we wouldn't want, we, we would prefer Gromit, quite frankly, yeah. <laughs> Uh, doesn't want the job. Shown competence on Ukraine. Dot dot dot. Fuck off, Paul. Yeah. Just absolutely fuck off. And uh, we talk too much about Paul Mason. We can do. We, can we talk about something else? Anyone else? Anyone else? Uh, okay. Paul, Paul uh, Atreides. Would you like him? Um, <laughs> <laughs> would you like? Uh, would you like another MP? Would you like a Labour MP? No. No, no, I do not want any. I don't want. I don't want whatever fucking ghoul you're about to pull out of like Pandora's box there to wave at me. (laughs) Put them back. I mean, Jamie, did you not read that parable? You can't put it back. I'm afraid. Just fucking try. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) 
I have a selection of uh, ghouls. Uh, so <laughs> David Lammy, <laughs> oh. David oh, Lammy, an, an orator for, for all time. Yeah. Th- oh, yeah. Th- thank you, um, thank you, Twitter user Terry Fuck for this. Uh, if you are found to have breached the law, then of course you should resign. <laughs> I do not want to live in a country where populism is everything, where Donald Trump's set of rules rule the way and where you can break the rules, apparently say you are sorry, but effectively take the British public for fools. For all of those reasons, it is unconscionable that Boris Johnson and his Chancellor remain in office as if nothing happened. I love, I love, the, phrase, to I love the phrase, breach the law, like they're fucking Rainbow Six, do you know what I mean? Just like rocking up to a fucking police station and blowing a hole in the wall. Flashbanging the judges as you go. <laughs> fucking oh, dear. Uh, there's been some other hot takes in that. Uh, for example, did you know Boris Johnson is the only British Prime Minister to ever break the law? <laughs> yeah, as I as I as I replied to fucking Paul Brand ITV on Twitter, Ted Heath fucked kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know what? Yeah. It's, it's good that uh, it's good that a joke like that can actually stay in this time. <laughs> mm. It's true. Uh, yeah, uh, Tony Blair. Iraq, we're just, just going to leave that one sitting there. Okay, fine. Like, I uh, look, J- David, you're forgetting uh, the um, oh fuck, uh, John Rental principle of if they thought they were telling the truth at the time, oh. then it's fine. <laughs> it's not a crime if you thought you were doing the right thing at the time. Yeah. Now, if the Iraqis invited them in, then that rendered them powerless. <laughs> I mean, it would make sense for a, a John Rental of all people to be sticking to a seemingly arbitrary set of rules that makes no sense to anyone but yeah. himself. Uh, so, Keir Starmer and Nicholas Sturgeon and someone, Mark <laughs> Someone in a fucking like, French restaurant with John Rental telling him, put, put the garlic to one side. You'd around it, <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, Keir Starmer, Nicola Sturgeon and Mark Drakeford have all said that the PM and the Chancellor should resign. Uh, that is newsworthy because Keir Starmer is actually saying that Boris Johnson should resign, which is, you know, interesting that, oh, that this was... is the thing that takes him over the line. Not the, anything else the that he's done in the last couple of years. The aforementioned, like, fucking... Uh... Lord of Lord of Darkness himself said that that was very like a bad choice of words by Keith. Yes, he did. He did. Yeah, he oh, who was who was it? The reply to him saying it was very Corbiny, which sounds to me like a very odd, oh. almost like a Russian name. By the way, <laughs> um, I, I can't remember who that was. It was a blue tick, obviously. Like, but I, I can't remember who the fuck it was. It was Ian uh, Leslie. Oh fuck. <laughs> Oh, the idiot's idiot, that man. Yeah. Incredible. Fantastic. Yeah, uh, the... Funnily enough, as much as I said that like, this was the final boat, it's not really, because remember the Sue Gray report? No. Oh, God. Dun-dun-dun! Yeah. Uh, that, that that still hasn't been released and won't be released until the end of all this it's in shit. The, it's in it. the so I assume the when the fines are paid... It's in the queue yeah. behind the fucking whatever that Labour report was called. I can't even remember the fucking name of it now. The Ford report. That was yeah. the one, yeah. The Ford report is, I think, my favourite artefact of modern times. Yeah. It genuinely is. It exists in this quasi state of. It's a postcard. Uh, it's a postcard with Yessie Shags the Puppets written on it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
Yeah, so that's that's where we are with this. It, again, nothing, nothing is going to happen. Nothing of import is going to happen. If anything, this is going to be really funny, and it probably takes some of the heat off of Rishi Sunak at the moment because now he's got a fifty quid fine for everyone to be mad at, rather than like a bunch of fucking tax loophole shit that he's been, that his family has been implicated in. Mm. So cool. Cool. Also, like, if these people want Boris Johnson out, are they aware of what happens next? Good things. Uh, I have it on, on you know, pretty good word, David. If Boris Johnson's out, Keir Starmer becomes Prime Minister, right? Oh, you have it on pretty works. good word, do you? And yeah, Brexit, pretty, go- Brexit goes backwards. Yeah. <laughs> like that bit in Superman where he flies anti-clockwise around the world. <laughs> I've heard that the Millennium Dome will spontaneously reconstitute itself and it'll be 2012 all over again, right? Mm, yes, the boy will return to the dome. Oh, it'll be uh, it'll be it'll be 2012 and 1997 all over again. It'll be what 3999 or whatever. Sure, why not? Like uh, it's just going to be a leadership election within the Tories to get you a new prime minister. Who do you think that's going to fucking be? Like they're all completely obsessed over the idea that it's going to be fucking Liz Truss. Why would it be Liz Truss? Like, Tory MPs get to choose the final two that are then voted on by the membership. Why would they ever fucking allow Liz Truss to be their boss? Because of the pork markets. Because we want to have a cosplayer as PM. Ah, <laughs> uh, It's just... going to be Patel. Yeah, it will be. We've been saying it for ages. I, I, I still maintain Liz Truss is a stalking horse for Patel, whether or not she knows it, essentially. Mm-hmm. And if you, to- if you Rishi if you, Sunak kind of proves it. If you told if you told Liz Truss that she was a stalking horse, you'd be like, I'm not a horse. So I won't worry about it. It's a different cosplay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, like if, if you're really fucking choking for Johnson to be gone, then you know, look forward to that as the only alternative because they're not going to like go, okay, we'll get a new leader and then we'll definitely do an election, we promise. Like, I mean, even if they did, Jewish, beat like in the Starmer. next couple of years, so. I don't I mean, even if they did, they'd beat Starmer. It'd just be as simple as that. Like, they change leader, they call an election, they will outperform Starmer. No matter who it is. It could even be Liz Truss. Liz Truss would beat Starmer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, well, let's let's go on to the topic of Labour, shall we? Uh oh. No. Yes. No, you, shall. You, you, you say you say Keir Starmer's name three times, and then the next segment is Labour. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, so Labour has stood on a fantastic fucking landmine. They are now begging the Tories to put injunctions on anti-oil protests because some pe- uh, some petrol stations couldn't get resupplied before they ran out of petrol. Truly, when will this menace end? Mm, mm. Mm. This is uh, some... It's, it's an XR-adjacent group again, like Insulate Britain was, called Just Stop Oil. Mm-hmm. Uh, they set up some blockades in Essex, Hertfordshire and Birmingham last weekend and Labour has asked for the same injunctions that were placed on Insulate Britain um, over their motorway blocking actions uh, to be put on Just Stop Oil, which is I do, cool. I do wonder what at what point uh, we are, if ever, we are going to get to a point where there is going to be an actual reckoning uh, with the fossil fuel industry. Because 
it seems to me that this is like never pretty much never going to happen and like the moral case for somebody potentially sabotaging that kind of infrastructure seems to just be building and building because you know like blocking a petrol station is i suppose in and of itself doesn't really do much but it is more than these pricks are doing mm. yeah like the you know i hate to be a fucking broken record on this but it's never going to change so long as the dominant hegemonies of the world are fundamentally predicated on a transferable um commodity to which other things can be reduced, being oil, and that oil being basically exclusively controlled by the monetary supply of the United States. Like, that's it. That's the problem, you know? The petrodollar is the ultimate problem, not because of oil in and of itself, because people have pointed out there are technological alternatives that are coming along, and if there was a real focus on it, we could kind of maybe make things do, and if not get rid of petrochemicals overnight, we could certainly make a huge dent in, like, emissions, etc. But it's not going to happen, because no. the US... The US government's power is in making everyone use its currency. It makes everyone use its currency by tying its currency directly to the commodity to which all other commodities under our current regime reduce. And that means that oil must remain supreme for the government to enforce its financial control and, you know, for empire to perpetuate itself. That's it. That's the mechanism. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there is no solution to that short of giving the United States government a monopoly over, like, I don't know, lithium or something and forcing all lithium... Uh, transactions to be settled in US dollars, that might sort of shift it. But... Yeah, they, they tried that, though, and some guy pissed himself on a road, so yeah. like, it didn't work out. <laughs> I mean, the problem is it, it can't really anyway, because everything, like, you know, the US went to war to, like, tie up most of the oil and to then enforce the diktat of you will settle all the transactions in dollars. And um, they've notoriously been to war with any country that's not got in line with this. Um you know, Second Iraq War, what precipitated that? Venezuela, mm. what's precipitated that, you know? Why do they continue to go hard after Russia and, you know, hey, why do James, they keep being sharp elbowed with China? Surely you, you people should know that Venezuela is back in the, back in the club now. Yeah, because yeah, so, uh... they, they need their oil under the back current in the situation. Cl- back in the club because, like, the Americans finally recognise the inherent comedy value of, like, inclined piss.jpg. <laughs> and also just and also just because they're too busy fucking on like what they consider to be another strategic threat which is you know <clears throat> russia resurgent but anyway mm. it's like th- this is the problem so to answer your question alistair that reckoning cannot come while these power structures are in place like your only option is to overthrow these power structures um to be yep. able to actually institute change now, I'm not doing that as like a call to arms or anything. Oh, I think like that, I think it's um, just, uh... I think another option is to just lie in the road and hope a bus runs over you. <laughs> well, it's kind of uh... like here, here's the thing: it's like, what is protest when you really get down to it? It's causing intentional disruption to the function of society to literally become ungovernable, aka to challenge and potentially you know threaten the overthrow of power structures, like. It is kind of what it is, and uh, unfortunately, libs don't get that part. They think protest no. is about getting someone to reasonably listen to you, and it's like, no, it's about scaring the shit out of powers that be to make them like force a change. But here's about, the problem: it's about sitting in the dark for ten minutes on a Sunday night. Yeah, exactly. No, um, I think you'll find it's actually about taking the dog out for a walk. But like, part of the the part of the thing is like that that ten minute, you know, t- everyone turn off our power for ten minutes, right? See. That could work under a different political context. If you're in a nation 
that actually was inclined to go to regular strike and was inclined to mass civil disobedience, then the entire population turning off their lights for 10 minutes one night as a show of force is actually a powerful move. But in a country like Britain, where that absolutely doesn't fucking exist, it, it does nothing. Yeah. The government's like, all yeah. right, okay. That's the limit. That's the, the whole thing that you're gaining. What, do. what they should have the done you're was, out of that um, is they should have gone on the doorsteps and clapped for the encroaching darkness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that that's that's the true British. I cast I cast round of applause at the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, like you're saying though, James. Like, yeah, the, the whole point of why that's effective is that you're demonstrating an ability to organise outside of, like state-sanctioned fucking routes to organise things. Yeah. Like, only... And that's why it's effective, but it, that's not going to be the case because, A, it's not going to fucking happen in the first place. And, B, even if that was the case, like, any other attempt to do that that was like, any more inconvenient than turning off lights for 10 minutes would yeah. collapse because British people are so fucking fickle about anything that impacts yeah. them personally. And it's, um, it's like, you know, it only works if it's a warning shot. Not if it's the limits of your like action, essentially. Yeah, it's like you know, it's it's like the picture of the you know ser- the serial killer psychopath in the movie advancing on the timid person whose gun is shaking, and it's like you know, um, it only like if they fire a shot in the air, it's not going to stop them because they know that push comes to shove, they're not actually going to get shot, right? Mm-hmm. And and that's the this is the issue with this stuff. Um, but people don't understand what protest and all the rest of it actually is. And the, um, the joke is, even if they did get serious about it, and even if they did get effective about it, what's the government going to do? Because yeah, they, well, they, they, they physically can't back off oil while we remain part of this globalized American hegemony. So yeah. yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna back into this little bit here about labor. So. Uh, oh yeah, labor. We were talking about. That, yeah, sure. we were. We were. So on that stuff. Yeah, it's time to get something is, more irrelevant. <laughs> this is. Um, I have pulled this from the Sun. Uh, now, I promise you, I've ad-blocked the fuck out of it while I've done that. Mm. Um, but the reason I've done that from The Sun is because that's what Labour posted. They posted The Sun article on Twitter, so yeah. that was fucking very cool. Uh, but I found some, you know, Labour posting a Sun article, which is, you know, fucking terrible in itself, but they got owned within that same article that they posted. Yep. Uh, so they, they have a quote from Patel saying... Hard-working people across our country are seeing their lives brought to a standstill by selfish, fanatical and, frankly, dangerous so-called activists. Keir Starmer's Labour Party repeatedly voted against our proposals that would have given the police extra powers to deal with this eco-mob. The police have my full backing in doing everything necessary to address this public nuisance. So... Congrats! Like you've you've completely fucking stood in the hole that you dug yourself there. Yeah. Is lol, lol said the scorpion. LMAO. <laughs> it's like uh, is that honking clown shoes or is it just Keir Starmer's labour approaching? Hard to tell. Mm, yes. So that that's that's fucking great. But the sound of Keir Starmer's labour approaching is the noise the spinning briefcase makes in Hitman Three. <laughs> <laughs> the. Yeah, that, that that sounds bad, but Labour have a counter-attack planned. Oh, good. Oh, do not oh, worry. Wow. What is their four-dimensional chess counter-attack against this strategy of owning, getting owned over and over again? Labour is going to be tough on crime and mm. tough on the causes yeah, of crime. Oh, it's an old classic, isn't it? We love, we love to hear that uh, our old favourites from uh, a certain period in recent memory. Yep. So Labour 
will unveil a pledge to create a system of community and victim payback boards. It's the. Do you know what it is as well? This is so fucking pathetic. It's like, how how do you exist in the the British political sphere in 2022 and think you know what'll get like the fucking the worst cons in this nation back on side if we implement some kind of spreadsheet for fucking like punishment? Do you know <laughs> what I mean? It's like. The, the Tories are going to bring back hanging. You can't just, like, stand beside that and go, well, actually, what we'll do is, like, fucking implement some kind of board. Do you know what I mean? Much, much like we eat cheese from. <laughs> it, it's not going to work, you know what I mean? You need to be, like, <laughs> promising to fire fucking paedophiles out of a cannon into a wall live on TV yeah. or some shit. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Noel's house mm-hmm. party, but like like instead of guns, it's fucking acid or something like that. You know what I mean? That's oh my the, god! That's what the British Pub- public demands. Public executions, but Mister Blobby is the executioner. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that's what we've got. Uh, that's 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 great. Um, community and victim payback boards, which will apparently strengthen community and victim involvement in sentencing. Reduce antisocial behaviour and stop isn't, more serious offending. Isn't one of the like one of the basic tenets of justice that you have an independent adjudicator to determine yeah, what yeah, is justice have, instead, have instead of revenge? You have an independent adjudicator, and he says you have to cut the stolen baby in half. Yeah, right. No, it's, it's pretty much what you just said there, Alistair. Um, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. Uh, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, thing, uh, remember, I it's know. crime and punishment, not crime and, like, reform to prevent the ills of society in any way, shape, or form. I don't know why we're discussing this. It's never going to fucking happen. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, even if Labour win the next election, they won't do this. They'll bring back hanging. Yeah. Uh... What What is this going to fucking, like, be, be turning into, other than an organised call for bringing back hanging anyway? Yeah. So, under the plans... Labour has said that locally appointed CVPBs would operate through community safety partnerships. More on that in a bit. What was that acronym? Are they going to operate under safety partnerships and get Tom Hardy on to read bedtime stories? What the fuck, man? <laughs> Just... <laughs> Community um, safety partnerships is right. Fine. Do, do you want to do you want to do this just now? Do you want to do the community safety partnerships just now? Please, okay. let's do the community safety partnerships just now because it's a perfect, perfect encapsulation as a phrase with everything that's wrong with Labour. So, is this, does a CVPB walk down the road hand in hand with a PCSO? Because that's my that's not my immediate impression. That, that that is that is an element of them. Uh, so PCSPs. That's your. Um, Policing and community safety your partnerships. Plas- your plastic polis, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. no. That's the, they, are, they are but a, a, a small part of this. There's a lot of acronyms because it's all bullshit designed to fucking obfuscate what it does. Uh, mm-hmm. They are to consult and engage with their local community on issues of concern in relation to policing and community safety. Oh, I'm fall- I've fallen asleep already. Yep. They are to identify and prioritise issues and prepare plans for how these can be tackled at a community level. They are to monitor the performance of the police and work to gain cooperation of the public with the police in preventing crime, and they are to deliver a reduction in crime and enhance community safety in each district directly through interventions. Now, <clears throat> I was I was quite confused. I'd never heard of these before. And the, the website that the Labour List article linked me to 
gave me some stuff and the lot like here it says how are they structured so I thought that's quite interesting who's involved in these mm-hmm. PCSPs comprise membership for a number of different groups depending on the area they have 8, 9 or 10 political members councillors nominated by the district council 7, 8 or 9 independent members appointed by the Northern Ireland Policing Board and representatives from the following designated public bodies, and that's Police Service in Northern Ireland, the Northern Ireland Housing Executive, Probation Board for Northern Ireland. These only exist in Northern Ireland. <laughs> They're not actual things that exist elsewhere. There's things like them to some degree, but nothing as organised as this. And they've specifically taken the Northern Ireland model as the thing that they're going to point at here. Um, which is quite interesting because these are going to be, you know, all, all this is going to be delivered through no cost because they're going to use these existing things already in place. So In Northern Ireland? In, in Northern Ireland, but across uh, across the rest of the UK. Oh, obviously, David, are you, are, you telling me, are you telling me this is more cops for free? Cool. Yeah, no. Somehow, cool. yes. They say they're going to operate through community safety partnerships or other existing infrastructure at no additional cost. Okay. Creating a new level of involvement for community leaders and victims of crime in deciding what unpaid work offenders must undertake. Oh, that's mm-hmm. wonderful. That's beautiful. Jacking me off. The party of labour. Dave, it's the party of labour because it's the party of forced labour. Yeah, it's the party of making you labour. Like, wonderful. Yeah. The opposition party is hoping the plans to get tough on low-level offending. So not even tough on crime now, just get tough on low-level offending. Yeah, that, well, that fucking seagull that stole that packet of crisps, he's got another thing fucking coming. Mm. Yeah. The thing is, though, like, under the fucking, under, like, the Tony Blair fucking model, like, low-level offending is where all fucking crime springs from. Because, like, you know, like, actual crime... That happens it isn't important unless it unless you can like point to the we didn't put out enough asbos as the root cause. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, that, that's why the sentence for having any marijuana on your possession is is so fucking high because it's a gateway drug, and if you do that, then you you'll be on heroin within the year, yeah. like guaranteed. I'll that's wait. just how that works. If you if you fucking smoke Lucifer's crest, you might like tell a policeman to go fuck himself, and we couldn't have that. <laughs> Uh, so this will apparently rebuild communities' trust in the criminal justice system, with CVPBs uh, I mean, handing out. The obvious question being, who in that community? <laughs> yes, uh, CVPBs handing out community and victim payback orders, which would be ranked by severity to reflect the judgment awarded in each case. Oh, is it? Is it like a speed wait, 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 wait? Data will be published locally detailing the nature of the offenders and the unpaid work that they have been ordered to do. It's a speed run board, but for crime. Yes. Yes. Excellent. Yes. Full on name uh, and shame li- shit. Li- uh, live it. on fucking Twitch right now. This some is... Poor, um... poor fu- some poor fucker who's been sentenced to like 100 hours of community service for stealing a pack of nappies for his, un- like, for his unclothed child. This is incredible. Most, this is the most labour thing I think I've ever fucking heard as well. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, we'll yeah. publish some data and that'll show people that we're tough on crime <laughs> and then they'll vote us in and we'll win. Like, And it's like, shut the fuck up and look at the world around you for just 10 seconds. Do you know what I mean? That's like See, all I'm asking. You say that. You say that, but they are kind of slightly on it here. They are kind of slightly on it, something here, because the British dream is to see your neighbours thrown in the back of a police car. 
So, like, to publish data and you can see what all the crimes of your neighbours are and how they have been punished, I can kind of see what they're appealing to here. It's the worst elements of fucking Britain they're appealing to, but they they do at least have a fucking I've, obvious target with this. Yeah, but like, always, I, the thing is, the, the people the people they're trying to target do not give a shit about published <clears throat> data. Do you know what I mean? They want, like, fucking, like... A mob to kick a guy to death in the street because pediatrician sounds a bit dodgy <laughs> to them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They don't. They don't care about like, oh well, we made fucking like we made like fucking big big Tony from up the estate like do fucking forty hours of hedge trimming because he like parked his car in a fucking like disabled bay or some shit. They want they want to know that like you know what I mean the fucking the the grooming gangs have been like fucking purged with flamethrowers or not, some shit. Yeah, yeah, you're not thinking middle class enough, which is something that they're incapable of not doing. Uh, like that's who they're appealing to with this. It's that kind of fucking person. The the, the cotton twitchel. They're appealing to the. Cotton you don't need to appeal here. to the middle class though. The middle class are like fucking. The middle class have no political power, and what little what political power they don't have, they already like fucking lavish upon like fucking new labor and like new yeah. new labor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's what we've got here, and uh, these these are the pledges from the party on on this. They will make offenders pay back the, to the communities they've harmed with new community and victim payback orders. Local people and victims will have a say in how offenders pay back through new community and victim orders. Set up new police hubs in our towns. To put police back on the streets. What is no idea what that actually hub? means. What is a police hub? So, my best understanding of what a police hub is is it is, like a giant, thing a that's giant fucking router in the middle of the street, and policemen like walk into the bottom of it to recharge or some shit? Because like, uh, no iPhone only. Um, no, it's, no, it's um, basically it's, it's a small is... desk. It's a desk. No, it's not. It's um fairground attraction. You know the big cylinder that spins around and you stick to the walls? It's like one of those, except it only works with cops. Again, if only. Uh no, it's it's, it's literally just a desk. Uh the the the, the town hall room Maui has one of these things where they get rid of the, the actual police station in the town, good. Um and they replaced it with a desk which is sometimes manned between very scant hours. It's to save a cop sitting behind a desk at reception, or even a member of police staff sitting behind a desk at reception. Well, I mean, if you, you have a member, of, the times. if you have a member of police staff sitting behind a desk, they're not out solving crimes. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Every minute, you would have every minute hubs. spent doing like admin and like paperwork is another minute that you're not like. Do you know what I mean? Setting fire to grooming gangs with napalm. If you're not fingering collars actively every second of every day, then your fingers might as well be up there. Yeah. Your own arse if you're not, thing, if yeah. you're not walking into a boozer in a trench coat and going like, "Fucking, where's Big Mick? I hear he's at it on his fucking dances." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, then you're not like actively fighting crime. It's just yeah. fucking. It goes on to say here, um, we will give residents direct access to share their concerns and secure their communities. Again, that's turned up to a desk these two hours of every afternoon you know, Monday through Thursday. Uh, this will be paid for by switching taxpayer money from Boris Johnson's £250 million yacht. Okay, great. What, what a good use of £250 million quid. And what, what yacht it, is this? I don't know, or Kale. Is, is, is it the Royal Yacht? I'm I don't sure know, it's it's the Royal Yacht, isn't it? 
This is gonna, this is gonna go fucking gangbusters as a policy. Isn't the Royal you know Yacht I mean? exactly two hundred and fifty million? I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. We're gonna deprive, we're gonna deprive dear old Liz of a fucking new yacht that she needs to fucking like, you know what I mean? Power a fucking like soul battery for another hundred years or whatever. <laughs> And we're gonna do that for the sake of like fucking, you know what I mean? Making like I mean, pedos again litter instead of like be force fed into a wood chipper. Again, bookmark this as a future landmine because like if she dies, then they're immediately gonna say, "Why do you not want a memorial yacht?" Mm. Uh, <laughs> and finally, uh, they will create new neighborhood prevention teams, bringing yeah, together prevent neighborhoods. Pol- Just yeah. stop yeah. them. We need to stop this nonsense. Yeah. Bringing tough together on, tough on property developers, tough on the causes of property well, if, developers. If you think about it, Very crime good. happens in places. Yeah, if you get rid of all <laughs> places, true. you get rid of all crime. By Jove, uh, we've solved it. Yeah. Cast this will bring into the sea at last. This will bring together police, community support officers, youth workers, and council staff to tackle the causes of antisocial behaviour. Unless these no, fucking, fucking cops won't. are building youth centres, etc. This will not have any impact. Are we going to do anything about the fact that the, the real causes of like social unrest, like widespread across this country, of like fuel poverty, food poverty, like all yes. of these numerous yes. manifest, like multi-causal issues that manifest in what is admittedly a, a declining crime rate? Like no, yes, we're not gonna do no, no, we it's are. Just- no, 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 they are. They are. Because they're going to bring together police, community support officers, youth workers, and council staff into some kind of Avengers fucking team, and that will solve all these problems. Yeah, I'm just, somehow Council Voltron will walk around yeah. town handing out food parcels to the the council staff is like wielded by the wizard who decides when your bins are collected. <laughs> That's not entirely far off, to be honest. Uh, the the, the Labour List article I've got here signs off with um, a little quote from Starmer himself. The first duty of a government... Oh. Anyone want to guess what the first duty of a government is? Can I can I have two minutes to look it up and see what Webster's Dictionary defines it as? <laughs> is, it, um, is it the first duty of a government is to have chosen... Because to govern is to choose. Yeah. Is that it, David? No, 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 no. It's, it's not as esoteric as that, unfortunately. It's the security of its citizens... But security Welcome to Britain 17 it's safer. Yeah, I mean <laughs> if to be fair, if we put every citizen in Britain in their own fucking like prison cell run by group four, then there would be no more crime, except for mm. the crime that group four do. <laughs> but that's state sanctioned and therefore allowable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I-, I was once this country's leading prosecutor. <sighs> What, what? Um. Hmm. Do you know? Wait, 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 wait. Do you know what? No. They've, put all this, they've put all this time and effort into this horse shit when they could have just said, like, we'll collect your bins every week instead of every two weeks. Yeah. You know what I mean? It would have, it, that would have gone over way better. Yeah. Also, uh, also on the subject of this, right? Oh, the no. Tories have gotten coming and going because if you know, everyone made a big, you know, you know, to do about Boris Johnson saying, oh, you know, he was a director of prosecutions when Savile was a thing. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, that's it. It's done. It's dusted. You can't, you can't use that now because every time you try and bang that's that drum, it's not going to stop them. Do you know what I mean? They're going to fucking, they're going to steam into the next election like banging the drum of like Keith, like Keith Starmer was fucking the world's like foremost Batman for like forty yeah. years. 
after his parents were killed at the opera. And then, like, fucking, you know what I mean? He, Keith Starmer put the Joker in Arkham Asylum. Can Boris Johnson say that? And then Boris Johnson's going to go, and then, like, Boris Johnson's going to go, yeah, but he let Jimmy Savile go, didn't he? And they're going to fucking crash and burn. And then, like, from, oh, no, 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 from no, the ashes, no. From why. the ashes of Keir Starmer's general election campaign, they're going to point at, like, everyone on the left and go, you did this. Do you know what I mean? Like, fucking. But that's not why. Lennon Shagger, like, 420 on Twitter, it, like, once posted something about Jimmy Savile in relation to fucking Keir Starmer, and therefore it was the left what done it. Mm. Yeah, but that's not why they're continuing to go with this line. The reason they're continuing to go with this line is because they can see another landmine that they haven't yet stepped on, uh, which is the the Warboys stuff. Yeah, go barrel through until you hit that other one as well. Yeah, yeah, it's a hundred percent run. They they must hit every fucking landmine. Well, are you Uh, suggesting that they should be beaten with hammers? Uh, no, yes. means. Uh, crime and antisocial behaviour are issues that matter to me personally. Uh, we know this. We know this because he was very intent on, you know, uh, prosecuting criminals uh, during the fucking twenty-four hour courts of the London yeah. riots. Uh, I have seen too many victims for, of crime. Twenty-four hour courts for pissheads who knock fucking like cyclists over in their SUVs. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen too many victims of crime, most of them not at all well off, not to know that security is a matter of social justice. Fuck why off. would why would you fucking like dive on that hand grenade and pull the pin out yourself? Do you know what I mean? Like fucking <laughs> like why the fuck would you tie this absolutely fucking harebrained attempt to appeal to the headbangers of the of the red wall, wherever that might be, by mentioning the phrase social justice as if it's yeah, a good thing. It's great. You fucking idiots like. Do you know what I mean? That's why Labour will provide crime prevention teams in every neighbourhood. New police hubs will be visible in every community. We will introduce a tough new approach to closing down drug dens with new powers for local police and local authorities. Yeah, Have you heard anything about drug dens since 2010? They've got to, they've got to get on the, the, the drug den policy quickly because Michael Caine's not got long left. <laughs> like, I, don't, I genuinely don't think I've heard anything about a drug den since David Blunkett stopped being relevant to daily life. It was because, like, all the people who were, you know... David Blunker gave back to the community. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Um, but no, it's because all the people who were basically, like, Alice's generation before all kind of grew up and went, oh, drug dens, like, eh. And, like, you know, it doesn't have this quite the same cachet, apart from among the very elderly, to whom drugs are, like, a foreign and exotic experience rather than just a fact of life, you know? Yeah. It's, it's not even just that. It, it, it's... This is another element of this whole fucking cargo cult bladeism shit. They just cannot stop drinking from the well. Like they're just going to pull out Maybe. every fucking one of the hits and just keep going. Like they've even fucking reinvented asbos, but they've called them something unpronounceable. Kvupos. <laughs> Maybe, maybe it's like this is actually just a cry out against all the all the opium that people are doing across the country. Those those cool little uh, those little um, pipes with the with weird little lamps. I mean, there's just it's just you know it's a it's a catastrophe <laughs> sweeping the nation. Perfect reminder for me to take big drugs. There, well done. Um, <laughs> I'm always here to remind people to take drugs. Don't worry. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that that's that's what we've got I'll there be now. Burning this vod then. 
So you, you might you might look at that and think, well, that's that's surely an electable fucking policy. Surely that's that's going to be popular. How how popular will it be? Well, uh, let's talk about Labour's membership numbers briefly, <laughs> because it's good. I love this. It's so fucking good. Um, so the last time Labour membership figures were released was before Starmer became leader. He's been leader since 2020. Uh, that's not very normal. Right. What could be the cause here? Uh, so, <laughs> fucking... I, I found a post. Uh, I say I found a post, actually. It was someone in our Discord post. I can't remember who it was, but thank you to them. Uh, from someone on or around the NEC uh, saying... Basically, this big fucking excuse spiel for why nothing's been posted, and it's because they had that massive fuck up with the data. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another. That's <laughs> another like that's a nice another nice uh, little slow burner. That's uh... see what they what yes. they're gonna do is they'll publish the membership numbers once they can get like a fucking journalist from the Sun to pinky swear that they'll do an article saying the membership numbers are only bad because Corbyn invited like grooming gangs into the fucking party <laughs> or some shit. Yeah, well, I mean, the 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 post that was made was like, oh yeah, so we we don't have access to our membership figures. The reason they don't have access to the membership figures is because they're apparently fucking crypto locked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, a big a big fucking uh, like pixel art skull and crossbones just over the labor labor uh, membership figure data. It's it's fucking incredible. I mean, if if Labour got their, their shit crypto locked, you know it was it was like because they fucking went, they saw a dodgy pop up and got their credit card out immediately. You know what I mean? Fucking oh, wallet, wallet, really inspec- like that, wallet yeah. That sounds interesting. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like yeah. So the 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 figure was well over four. I think it was like four hundred and seventy thousand or something in its peak, and mm-hmm. they reckon. Uh, so I thought it was over really 500,000. Maybe I'm misremembering. Possibly. It might have top 500. Um, I think I think maybe towards the end of Corbyn, it was down to like yeah. 470 or something. Um, yeah. But they reckon it's a, around 400,000. That's not including the f- couple tens of thousands that have uh, gone into arrears at that point. So that's mm-hmm. that's that's what they're calling it. Uh, whereas a source in The Independent has said that the figures have fallen by... Over two hundred thousand. <laughs> Sounds about right. Well, that's uh, that's good though, because every single one of those two hundred thousand members was an anti-Semite. So yeah. ultimately, yeah. um, Keir Starmer's delivering on his promise to purge anti-Semitism from the Labour Party. And True. may yeah. I yeah. only commend him for his efforts. It sounds bad that they've lost like the 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 money from two hundred thousand members. But sooner or later, they will get like a fucking big ticket donor to replace them. It's going to happen any day now, guys. Do you know what I mean? You just got to keep believing. <laughs> well, the, 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 Labour part, is... the Labour Party has the fucking exact energy of like a fucking like crypto rug pull, like, but from the community side. Do you know what I mean? All the people. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck, Pulling you know the rug mean? from out under yourself. Like all the people on Reddit going like, no, Crime Coin would never fucking like run away with all of our money. <laughs> You've just gotta, you've just gotta fucking keep the faith, brother. As like a fucking graph in the mm. background just like crashes. Yeah, it's a, it's labour polling that graph. Yeah, 
Two two hundred thousand members is equivalent to about eight million pounds a year. Is that good? God, you know what I could how do? Many, within... How many how many like pointless lawsuits could you pay off that you were going to? Um, not many. Um, yeah. if I recall the amounts that were paid out, about eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They didn't have to settle those cases. They, they absolutely didn't. did not. Uh, you but, say that, but it was it was a moral imperative. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, so yeah, if that's the case, then they're down to that much. But then again, if it's only eight million that they've lost, I say only. That's not many big donors you need to get in. Like you don't need to be in that many big pockets to you know make up for that. So who's to say if this is bad or not really for Labour? Um, obviously, you know they've got big donors lining the fuck up just now, so. Like, I'm sure they'll be fine. But either way, if the, if those are a, a more true indication of it, then, you know, being back down to 200,000 puts us down to about the point we were in during the Blair and Brown eras. So that's nice to see if that's the case. Uh, cool. Love it. Uh, and, yeah, that's that's pretty much where Labour is just now. Uh, fucked it. Uh, jumping on every fucking landmine they can and just being owned constantly, despite the government being fucking wank. We love to see it. Now, we haven't really talked about a usual series of, um, I'll say targets, <laughs> for this podcast and uh, this episode, which is the media. So I have an article that oh, I thought we could God. all read that just does a, a lovely little job of exposing the uh, bloodthirstiness of the liberal mind at the moment. If this is another call for nuclear war with Russia, then I'm out. I'm afraid you're still in. Um, so this is the Observer view on the West's response to war in Ukraine. It, yes. Hmm, okay, you've intrigued me now, David. Because uh, you know. oh no 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 when I said when you when I said you're in, I just meant you can't leave. Oh, oh, you've locked the doors. You're in. Okay. Yes. Sure. Yes. Right. <laughs> in the face of Vladimir Putin's cruelty. NATO must consider taking much tougher options. Uh, does this all come down to that fucking modern warfare mission that they did where it was like going in to secure Russia's nukes? Like, as though no, that was a feasible uh, thing that could be done. No, it's that no, they're, they're um, just... it's that modern warfare level where like you fucking you just stagger around in the aftermath of a nuclear explosion <laughs> and slowly. No, resolve. no, 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 no. You're both they looked wrong. At, they looked it's... at that and they went, that is a price that we are willing to make other people pay. It, no, what, what if big, I told they're you? big fans of Doctor Strangelove and the cowboy riding the bomb to the like annihilation of humankind. That is mm. something that I think we can all get behind. As and... long as as long as the cowboy is somebody else, yeah. Tell you what, <laughs> bet your channel points now on whether it's the former or the latter. Um, Welcome to twitch.tv forward slash sanitary nap time. Like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, dude. Russia's missile attack on Kramatorsk railway station. Can we just fuck this off and do Jackbox instead? Chat will prefer. No. Russia's <laughs> missile attack on Kramatorsk railway station is an act of unforgivable barbarism. How many more such atrocities must occur before Western leaders admit their Ukraine strategy is failing? Twelve. How many more children must die before NATO stops making excuses for inaction? Couple of At thousand. Least Sixty-nine. <laughs> How much longer before Joe Biden, Boris Johnson, Olaf Scholz, and the rest face up to what seems an escapable choice? An inescapable choice. Two million years. <laughs> Either intervene directly or lose. I mean, I these can are, think of a few, a few 
I can think of a few uh, tens of megatons of reasons why <laughs> why not to intervene. Yeah, it's just like, uh, what do they think is going to happen? Here? Like, I, I, it's just oh. I can't wrap. I can't wrap no. my head around this. I'm sorry. Every, every time, so every fucking, time, it's so fucking good. That the the like you know what I mean. Everyone who was like, "Why won't you press the button, Jeremy?" now believes that like you know what I mean. Like like how many years ago that was? It was like you have to you have to press the button. If you don't press the button, the nuclear weapons are just a, like an expensive fucking like paperweight. So you must press the button because like you know millions have died for your right to press the button. Like so, well, press it's, the it's just not button. good value for money then, is it? Yeah, everyone everyone presses the fucking button. If we don't press the button, then like everyone else who's willing to press the button will just walk all over us. We'll be we'll be speaking Russian within a week if Jeremy doesn't press the button. And now mm-hmm. it's like now it's like oh, Vladimir Putin would never press the button. That would be madness. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's almost as it's almost as if these fucking people have like no object permanence and just say whatever they fucking think is gonna like get them what they want in any given moment. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is this is what happens when you have a media class that is never taught what the meaning of failure is. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <clears throat> all of these questions, these are uncomfortable, frightening questions. But with every missile that explodes, with every illegal cluster bomb and artillery shell, with oh, we every care war about crime committee, artillery shells now, do we? You know what I mean? Yeah. Cluster bombs with are every... bad, actually. With every war crime committed, again, these are also bad now, yeah. uh, they become harder to duck. Sanctions on Russia and arms for Ukraine are celebrated by Western governments as an unprecedented unifying success. Hey, David, tell- do you know what else is difficult to duck? Yes. It's measured in megatons. Fuck's yeah, well, that's because you're supposed to cover as well. Ah, oh, yeah, this one simple trick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they tell each other what a good job they're doing, but it's not working. Vladimir Putin has been branded a war criminal and pariah. His funds Ooh, have been. I can think of another his... guy who's been branded a war criminal and a fucking pariah, and yet he's mm. all over our fucking screens making rare interventions every week. Mm. His funds have, have, have been they frozen. Considered, have they considered like lateral thinking on the on on like the Ukrainian war? Like instead of like fucking demanding that we we personally intervene to stop bad Vlad. Have they considered organising, like getting the League of Nations to organise a population exchange, <laughs> move all the Ukrainians into Iraq and all the Iraqis into the Ukraine, and then they won't need to worry about it anymore? It'll be a just war <laughs> at that point, you know what I mean? Uh, Moscow's strategic objectives have not been met. His discredited army is a vicious rabble. His war aims are in ruins, just like Mariupol and Kharkiv. His country faces incalculable long-term economic and reputational damage. Reputational damage, dear lord! The worst kind of damage! Yeah. <laughs> but, Second only but, to psychic damage, I think. Oh, here, even more shocking, though. Putin if he loses, if he does loses not too care. many reputation points, he won't be able to use the ferry in, like, fucking Booty Bay or whatever. <laughs> but Putin does not care. He does not stop. Yeah, Nor is there any sign he will. Victory, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. No, he doesn't care about the ferry in Booty Bay because he got a flying <laughs> mount. <laughs> Good faith attempts to talk sense to him have failed, used by the Kremlin to what obfuscate do and delay. any of these cunts know about good faith? Do you know yes. what I mean? <laughs> yes. Hopes that internal opposition may unseat him remain mere hopes. Meanwhile, 
Ukraine's brave, terrified citizens await the next dreadful blow while their president pleads for more arms, more help, more anything. It's, it's, it is fun when, you know, th- these, these are all people who in the 2000s were essentially just lauding Putin for putting Russia on the road to being a liberal democracy or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And, oh no, turns out that this fucking how does, KGB how psycho does this is actually happening? just a fucking thug. How does the guy we back to crush the fucking left in, like, every fucking country around the world always turn out to be something of a fucking dickhead? Like, <laughs> what, what are the fucking chances? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Russian monsters were responsible for the carnage at Kramatorsk, Volodymyr Zelensky said. It was part of a deliberate strategy. Uh, which, yes, I which know. Which Russian I know. monsters? What, uh, what episode? The of, ones. What episode of like you know what I mean? Like the fucking Russian Witcher? Do these monsters come from? And like, <laughs> what kind of magic weapon do you need to defeat them? It was part of a deliberate strategy to kill civilians and create a lifeless wasteland. They have not abandoned their methods. Lacking the strength and courage to fight us on the battlefield, they are cynically destroying oh. the civilian population. This is an evil that has no limits, and if it is not punished, it will never stop, Zelensky said. Oh. He's right. Of course he's right. Anyone watching television or reading uncensored newspapers and social media... Now, hang on a second. <laughs> Do you know yes. what it is? It's 2022. Why are none of these cunts brave enough to just openly admit that war is bad when it happens to white people? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, Jamie, Jamie, like you're forgetting. They are saying this now. Like yeah. the the mask is no, like not even in the same fucking building anymore. Uh, what was it? Was it CNN? Uh, the fucking guy who said that. Uh, this doesn't happen to white people. This is a tragedy. And it's like, yeah, like this is just what everyone has been like, you know, behind the scenes agreeing uh, until now where we're just saying it out loud that Ukraine's mm. a tragedy and Yemen is a sad, like inevitability of um, foreign, of Western foreign policy and alliances. It's just, I just, I just like just to point out here, reality. I just like to point out here, the, the value placed on an uncensored newspaper as if like the, fucking front-loaded newspapers that we get here are, like, better than that somehow. But they are. Thinking, they are because those, thinking, are, those are done by, like, fucking uh, rich, like, rich people. Do you know what I mean? And money can never be evil. Like, I, I, I Russian, Russian un- censorship is terrible because it's done by, it's done by, like, the axis of evil. You know what I mean? Like, a bad guy does that, but money can never... Money is, like, fucking pure. It can't have morals. It's, it's just a it's thing. Bad because, it's bad yeah. because you've got a guy sitting there cackling as he's crossing out all of the critical words of Putin. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just... I, I, was, I was thinking of uncensored social media. Like, you know, looking around at... Uh, Jamie's still it? on his first account, still. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> like, anxiety cowboy here. Sorry, I meant wizard cubes. Sorry, I meant... You know, like... That alone. I'll go on. Finish, finish the you, chain all the way back to my first account. Like, see if you can. I fucking, don't know what. You know you, what I, mean? yeah. I honestly don't know what your first account was, Jamie. I couldn't even. We, we can't even remember that. Far the, back world, now. the world's hardest game of Simon Says. <laughs> <laughs> Simon posts. Anyway, like it just. I mean, even even when you're not banning people, like the fucking Northern Independence Party. Sorry, who I work for. Disclaimer. Like they got fucking suspended without appeal for ages. Because they said get rid of the vaccine patents and give it to the third world, essentially, for them to be able to 
you know, um, make their own vaccines. Like, that got them suspended and, it, you know, it without appeal for ages and ages and ages until eventually, through some behind-the-scenes interactions, it was convinced that they'd actually lift it. And just last week, they were fucking hiding the fundraising posts from them as well. Like, the idea that our social media is not censored is absolute horseshit. It's just done so deftly and so finely. See what it and is, by though. targeting the right people that it seems like, oh, it's okay, you get to say what you want if you have money. You cop that suspension for, like, vaccine misinformation because you, 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 phrase, you phrase that as get rid of vaccine, like, get rid of the vaccine patents, which contains the phrase get rid of the vaccine, which is, like, fucking misinformation. Do you know what I mean? Did anyone see that post today about how the word socialism is like censored by a bunch of like fucking uh, like spam filter and software because it contains like Cialis. <laughs> oh Incredible. wow! Yeah. Oh holy shit! Yeah, the future that we have built, powered by algorithms that you would get like fucking a bad Mark IV in GCSE like fucking computer science. It's like. It's so. It is never not funny to me that they go. Oh, we spent billions. Like Twitter's a fucking like. It's a, it's the future of like fucking technology. We spent billions on it, and like all the best programmers in the world work in Silicon Valley. And it's like, how are you? How are you? Uh, what f- futuristic algorithm are you using to detect bad language on your platform? We're literally just matching a text string. Do you know what I mean? Like fucking. Yeah, the <laughs> Scunthorpe has been lost to human knowledge for like <laughs> yeah. decades at this point. <laughs> Oh, I want to get back to this article. Uh, anyone watching television or reading uncensored newspapers and social media knows he's right. And so too do all 30 native uh, people. There's a slight tangent we could go on about uncensored social media. I know, it's fine. Uh, yet even as they condemn Kramatorsk, Busha and other obscenities, millions more unprotected Ukrainians are told to expect an even greater enormity, an all-out offensive in eastern Ukraine by reinforced Russia troops. This, as the West watches, is what Ukraine's democracy has been reduced to by Putin. The people's choice, run for your life or face being raped, tortured and killed. I mean, that's just gratuitous at that point, surely. Yeah. 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 Uh, Such barbarity cannot stand. Continued, shaming, ineffectual Western shouting from the sidelines is unacceptable. The sooner Biden and the rest stop wringing their hands and start calling the shots, the better. Look, no well, sorry, hang on. Interjection. Yep. We have French diplomats coming back from, you know, Ukraine mm-hmm. on, like, going on the media and saying that American, like, you know, commanders, Americans are directing troops on the ground in Ukraine. Like, so we're literally already calling the shots over there. Sorry. We're just doing it in a plausible, deniable proxy war. Let's not get into a hot war between Russia and the US and NATO. Well, that's not good way. enough. That's not good enough. Yeah, we the, need to, we yeah, need to the, tell we everyone that fucking like Voldemort is bad. Actually, <laughs> palette swapping Americans to Ukrainian colors just isn't good enough. Mm. This is just like in that fucking book about wizards. Probably, you know <laughs> what I mean. Yeah, though. Welcome. Boris Johnson's show of solidarity in Kiev yesterday will not change calculations in Moscow. It won't Putin change anything. By... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because he's a fucking non-entity. Like, why the fuck would Vladimir Putin give a single solitary shit about a decrepit, fucking falling apart nation that isn't even in, isn't even able to like 
muster its like political ally, ostensible political ally, the EU, anymore. Why would they give a single shit what Boris Johnson does? Because they own a lot of houses in London. <laughs> think, yeah, think of I the mean... property market. Well, actually, it's because Putin rules by fear. So frighten him back. He does not want to fight with the West, let alone a third world war. Just NATO's fucking... excuse NATO's excuse of last resort for refusing to confront him. He knows he'd lose. It scales him. That that um that Call of Duty mission where like everyone fucking like invades Russia to take out their nuke sites, but instead they're just hiding in cupboards to jump out of Vladimir Putin with a mask on. <laughs> <laughs> so here are some of the hard choices Western leaders must urgently consider. First, direct intervention to create a safe haven in Western Ukraine, where displaced people may congregate instead of fleeing abroad. Ah! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait for it, wait for it, wait for it, though. This gets stupid. Inform Moscow in advance of its location and boundaries. Be clear. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. I am not finished. I'm not finished. Be clear. It will be protected by NATO air power and ground forces invited in by Kiev. Second. Second, declare the unoccupied city of Odessa off limits. Send send naval forces into international waters in the Black Sea and warn Russia to cease coastal bombardments or face serious unspecified consequences. And again, what what do we do when the missiles start flying? We get we get, oh, president, a bit. we get President Bill Pullman to give a fucking speech from on top of a jeep at, at Area Fifty One. That's what we do. No, you know what I mean? Listen, that that won't happen though because there's more points. Third, tell Putin <laughs> that if his artillery and missile units fire on civilians again, as in Kramatorsk, they will be deemed legitimate NATO military targets. <laughs> Fourth, supply fighter planes and tanks to Kiev. Fifth, block all Russian fossil fuel exports. These are radical choices. The risks are obvious. But the only alternative the only alternative is endless slaughter. If the West if the West is serious about stopping the war, these and similarly robust actions may be the only way left. The I... choice is yours. Nuclear holocaust or endless slaughter. <laughs> <laughs> I I can only imagine that the author of this wrote this while just dripping from head to toe in human blood. <laughs> and masturbating furiously. Unfortunately, <laughs> I don't have a name because it was the Observer editorial it was written as. Of course it was. Of course it was, coward. Like, yep. oh, oh, every part of that. Like, where do you even fucking start? God yeah. damn. Do you know what? My my favourite part was where we gathered all of the civilians in... Uh, yeah, in, in, in one, in a fucking, like, GPS, loca- like, uh, coordinates provided location. Yeah. Um, and then be- just, like, to- literally just goading the Russians into firing nuclear weapons. Like... <laughs> 
I, I will I will be fair to them in this one point. What they clearly mean is draw a border halfway through Ukraine and just say this bit's safe now. Like it's not like we are taking all of the people to this one grid square. Please do not do anything with this information. Although it does read very much like that. Um, no, either way, it's a like, fucking dumb idea that won't work. It's, just like, the idea it's that, a great like, idea if you want to surrender half of Ukraine. The idea that you can just sort of like, you can stop the war by just having like a fucking, like an upstanding, morally fucking powerful leader. Just, you know what I mean? Someone with 18 charisma just stands Jamie. in front of Vladimir Putin and points at Ukraine and goes, <laughs> Jamie, Jamie, the crew. <laughs> Jamie, the crucial misunderstanding you're having here is that uh, you are saying that they want to stop the war. As we know, that organization is uh, just tantamount, quite literally, Putin supporters. So mm. the only alternative is to end, like... <laughs> Do more war. Make the, make the war hotter. That is our only option at this point in order to stop Jeremy Corbyn's evil Stop the War campaign from bearing any fruit. Yeah. Like... So, here's the thing, though. Russia, like, they, they have this whole thing where they will actually attack, like, civilian shelters. You know, it's part of their breaking the spirit of the enemy kind of approach. And it's, like, totally evil and all the rest of it. But, like, they're on record as having done this pretty indisputably from time to time. And uh, here we are saying, yeah, let's create a giant one of those. And, like, you know, what you said, David, about... I mean, if it was a case of, right, we're going to surrender half of Ukraine in exchange for peace. How do we sell this to the public? I know... Then you could sort of maybe get an argument. That's not what's going on here at all. No, no, no. I just, I just meant more. We're not fucking holding everyone into like one fucking grid square, so that you know one artillery fucking strike can solve the problem for Russia. But like that's, it's still fucking stupid. Like you cannot. It's still a no-fly zone. You're still asking for a no-fly zone to be set up just because it's not over the whole fucking country. Doesn't mean you haven't set up a no-fly zone. Like, it's still, every single bit of that is just absolutely going, but, no, David, we should just do the war. David, don't you understand, all it takes to defeat a bully is you need to stand up to them? Because that has historically worked really well in schools all across the UK, right? You just need to stand up to a bully and show you're not afraid as your teeth get kicked in, you know? Yeah. It wouldn't yeah. work I mean, that does though. that does work, as in when you can actually, like, kick the cunt out the bully and not take injury yourself which yes. is definitely not a situation that this is fucking it's like it's, it's just no. it's not it's fucked um but again it's just the, the press are horny for fucking global thermonuclear mega death that's that's just what they love they love to see it and they would like oh, some more of it please i mean the, this the, the funniest part is like yeah, russia's well, I mean, nuclear is, though, policy if we, had, if we had a nuclear war think of how much rationing we would have to have after that it's like it's like the Blitz, but like even better. Do you know what I mean? Like Russia doesn't even have a first use policy for its nuclear fucking weapons. Like officially, its policy is retaliatory only. We are the ones with the first use nuclear policy. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's just and so it's only it's stupid. only right it's only right that we bear out our uh, commitment to that policy. Yeah, it's also just I mean. This whole thing, you know, this is essentially we've sacrificed Ukraine to bleed Russia. That's what this entire strategy has been about. And now to kind of pretend like we don't, you know, to pretend this is some kind of outrage and this is awful and must be stopped. It's like, you know, no, this was this was strategy. This was intentional. 
And mm-hmm. we know it is because Henry Fuss- fucking Kissinger and the others said it was stupid strategy for years, since the 90s, they've said it's bad. But we persisted with it anyway because must grind Russia into pace at all costs is the overriding foreign policy. And it was stupid when we started grinding him into paste. And now that in response, they've got Putin in response to being ground into paste. Well, that just means you've got to double down on the paste making harder, essentially. Just... <sighs> Listen, the when, when really the West won me, the Cold War, it was a hollow victory and it didn't feel good enough. So we need, to, we need to just do it again. Just do it again, but win properly this time. It's also it's just like... it's The thing that makes me really sad is the number of people in Ukraine or just globally, I see a lot of Ukrainian artists, Ukrainian decent people on Twitter, because um, like I follow art Twitter to balance my doom politics Twitter, and they're all they don't understand. They fundamentally do not understand that NATO and the United States have completely and utterly thrown their country into a meat grinder quite intentionally. They think, oh, this is all Russian aggression. It's like this was set up, but it doesn't excuse Russia. But it was two sides were involved in this conflict. Let's be crystal yeah. clear about this. Yeah, this and was this they, this hasn't been a unilateral fucking uh, situation of Russia's making. Not at all. No, like it's, it's like, international fucking politics. It's complicated. There are many factors I, at play at once. Yeah, it's quite possible for there to be two different sides and both of them to be gaping assholes. And yes, one of them to be more gaping in the immediate moment. Like, Russia is obviously worse right now because they're actually, you know, doing the war crimes directly. But Mm -hmm. let's be crystal clear, NATO set Ukraine up for it and is happy for it to continue because it's bleeding Russia. Yeah, That's that's what this is. So, And again, another thing I want to point out about this article is it was quite happy... To quote Zelensky, which, like, yeah, fair enough, but mm-hmm. specifically quoting Zelensky, saying Russian monsters. Now it was it was diligent enough to scare quote monsters, but it still fucking it still said that. Like yeah. again, th- th- this is the. I mean, me and, me and Jamie were having a fucking conversation about this last night, talking about fucking political fucking cartoons of all things, yeah. and like the state of what some fuckers are doing that is just blatantly painting the concept of Russian people as some sort of fucking unknowable, unfathomable fucking monster. And it's like, no, it's, it's, it's well, not it's like, like that. They did, they, it's the Russian people aren't thing. like that. They're just fucking people. Yeah, they're just people. And it's like, they've got this whole thing right now going on with the Azov Battalion, you know, with all these Nazis, is tooling around, basically having a go at the civilian population and calling anyone who doesn't full-throatedly support their ideological positions in full. You know, they're getting labelled as marauders, essentially. Um, and they're, you know, they're characterising the Russian invaders as orcs and subhuman and all this kind of shit. And it's just like, it's it is deeply fucking awful. And I honestly, I really worry about this. Things are getting bad right over here when we're fucking cancelling um Chayovsky kind of concerts because he's Russian, you know? Like this this ends in a kind of cultural genocide that might actually even tick over into the other kind of thing. And it's like people are not their fucking governments. People are yeah. not their governments. Yeah, that's, average... that's that's the key there, isn't it? Like it's it's, it's I mean, like do any of us feel that we're our fucking government? I definitely fucking well, don't. This is a fucking problem here, right? There's this there's this real issue the lie of of democracy as it's currently constituted says that 
you know, people are able to change their governments. People are actually the ones like the the, the body politic is sovereign, which is absolute cr- a crock of shit from start mm-hmm. to finish, right? But if you believe it, then you have to then look at Russia and go, well, why don't the people fix this? And there's two different answers you can give. One of them is, well, Putin's a despot who is using fear, etc., to rule, and so he should be overthrown. In which case, the question is, well, does that mean... Does that mean, right, basically that democracy isn't this powerful, sacred thing and is easily subverted, etc.? No, don't think about it, to quote Rob. Or alternatively, and this is the one they tend to go with, is, um, well, the Russian people are to blame too because they're putting up and allowing this to happen. And it's like, my guy, neither of these conceptions work because your ideas of democracy fundamentally aren't correct. This is, and always has been, a struggle between those who own and rule and mm-hmm. on, on one hand, and then on the other hand, those who are essentially worked to death um, to make the lives of those who own and rule easy. And it's all the more stark in this conflict. And I just, I just fucking I mean, despair. That, that sounds like communism to me. Yes. Have, you, have you considered that you've got to give me the fangs? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, all, it's all fucked. Like, the, the whole thing's fucked. There's no, there's no good side in it. And as much as people can go, oh, but... Like, the, the the losers are civilians. Like that, it's just that's how war works. The yeah. losers are the fucking civilians. Every fucking time, regardless of the war, it's working class people who fucking have to shoulder the 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 actual fucking damage of the war more than anyone else. Like that's just I love, universal. I also love this idea. Like the Russian people are to blame. Okay, which Russian people in particular are the gay people in Russia to blame? No, no, they're not to blame. Have you not seen like fucking? Uh, Amano Ainuchi's fucking Twitter account. Oh, yeah, one, yeah. one specific gay person in Russia who is very much to blame. Oh, he did that oh, thing. Yeah. Making, he made he did Putin that look like gay Hitler, thing. didn't he? Yeah. 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 Cunt that fucking. he is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's not just, it's, you know, every fucking oppressed minority in Russia, no. But even like, even largely, you're, you're you know, you're otherwise unoppressed from an identity point of view. Um, people, you know, just bog standard working class Russians are also not to fucking blame for this. Like, they're not their government. Well, what's the Russian for red wall? Though? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's But again, the, the reason I wanted to just fucking go through that article was just to really demonstrate the level of fucking bloodthirstiness that we're at still at this point like six weeks into this fucking thing that was the observer right that was the observer yes (laughs) like ostensibly left wing at best liberal fucking newspaper like yes I mean, yes it's 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 long past time we stopped like fucking acting surprised that like you know what I mean ostensible liberals are actually just fascist fuck no, no, I'm not not surprised at all, but, like, it is very helpful for them to just write articles in blood like this, uh, yeah. calling for human misery to be amplified for some, like, undefinable, uh, like, human mm-hmm. vir- like human virtue or some shit. I don't know what the fucking fundamental I mean, point they're trying to get across other than, like, we've got the nukes, why aren't we using them? I mean, you know, like, this This is doing the great task of yet another generation of left-wing people will be radicalised by seeing all of this. But unfortunately, it's not enough. Um, it's just not enough, you know? 
like they can they can do this kind of shit just openly and the majority of people will go well uh i guess russia bad and like they won't they won't go no, anywhere they won't interrogate it any further no because it's, it's it's been made so fucking so clear within the article that R- russia bad uh russian people bad and and you shouldn't make any distinction that's, between well, the that's- two that's why war is like so fucking popular with like the British people because to most of them, war isn't even some abstract thing that happens like in a faraway land. War is when you hate a people for being mm. that like that people, and that's what war is. Do you know what I mean? And the more you hate yeah. people, the better you are at war. And everyone knows that like you know being good at war is the most manly thing imaginable. There's yeah. also like, like I bet there's fucking point. people at gyms up and down the country who like fucking have a, a like a, a, an official merch shirt from the gym with a fucking with a Spartan on it or some shit who are mm. just like spaffing their fucking like kecks about how how they would like totally sort the Russians out if like fucking if they invaded over here. Do you know what I mean? There's mm. like part of this is also at some level, and this is one of the ways I'm able to keep saying through all of this for anyone who's paying attention, like, your average person just wants to live. Your average person just wants to get on in life. Your average person is so removed from power that the ideas of thinking in power are completely alien to them, and so they just physically can't comprehend, due to their exposure, or rather lack thereof, that there are such high stakes, such high levels where people just coldly and calculatedly plan out wars and all that goes with it for the sake of power. Like, they just don't fucking get it. And because they don't get it, the the necessity to explain all that they see comes down to people being good versus people being bad. And who determines good and bad? Well, mother and father, the state, all that kind of shit. Like, it, it's just like the vast majority of people living in Britain, yes, they're, you know, statistically, they're probably racist. Statistically, they're probably sexist, so on and so forth, right? But the vast majority of people living in Britain... Statistically, they they probably post on social media about how much pasta you can buy for 50 pence. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, statistically, and and in, in just in real terms, they don't really understand the full bread for what it is to be human. What they live in is they live in a, a distracted, blunted life without any kind of power, any kind of influence, any ability to to really live their life on their own terms. They live in a constructed, kind of like a gilded cage, but the guild is fraying off. And as the guild comes off of it, they look around for an explanation and, oh, there's fascism, you know? Ah, like, they just they pro- don't understand. proletariat, huh? Yeah. So, fuck. Fun times ahead, basically. Um, yeah. I'm just saying, Prime Minister Pretty Patel will solve these problems. We will not be accused of leaving something which is so fucking definitely certain to happen, by the way. Like don't don't anyone. Yeah, no, we we are not this is this is predictive power. This is not leaf. Yes. Yes, one hundred percent. Anyway. If anything, we're trying to make it not happen by calling it out so directly (laughs) that it's going to happen. Right? Yeah, yeah, that that's that's how the leaf doesn't work yeah if we if we if we try and make things happen i don't know it's confusing we still haven't figured that out we're bad at this anyway uh let's let's fucking wrap it up here shall we because i think we've kind of digressed on that article enough um as mad mm. as it fucking was so we have um we have the twitch stream still going twitch.tv forward slash practice cast that's from 
either half seven or eight o'clock, keep an eye out. Like it's just like uh, fucking follow the follow the thing and get notifications, and and it'll tell you when we go live. Um, or or watch the Twitter. So it's twitch.tv forward slash practice cast Mondays and Thursdays. Uh, we will have more episodes coming out. Um, let me think. We've got one more episode out on the free feed next week, and then we'll be taking a couple of weeks off. Um, we might have some stuff releasing in the middle of that. There might be some uh, black thoughts that could drop. There might be you know there there might be a Patreon episode that just unlocks sporadically who knows who could possibly say but yeah we'll have all that shit and we we, we need to sort out the merch <laughs> we know we need to sort out the merch um we'll, we'll get back on that as soon as we can yep but yeah uh does any of you guys have anything else oh yeah actually yeah listen to listen to peace at home yeah oh yeah right yeah uh, um, with yeah. music by jordan with music by Jordan, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. our connection to peace at home. Like, Jordan and Sinan are making it, and that's that's our connection to it. Right, yeah. Jamie? Yeah, Jamie, Aye. plug your fucking podcast. Yeah, you should listen to it. It's good, and I'm, I'm on it when I remember. Yeah, you can learn about Turkey and, and all the ways that Turkey is like Britain, um, which is far yeah. too many, actually, already. We're only two episodes mm-hmm. in. So, yeah, listen, do listen to it. It's but very good. I, I bonus episode... Bonus episode out this week about a fucking axe murderer on a dating show, and it's very good. There you go. <laughs> if ever there was a sale, there it is. Uh, yeah, so uh, we will catch you. We'll catch you next week, folks. Have a good one. Aye. See you. All right. Cheers. Cheerio. Right.